0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be the ball. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com.
1: Heyo! inside the 10 o'clock hour as we proceed. A five-hour KM to AM on WFAN. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, taking this Yankees L in stride. Didn't break my stride at all. Honestly, it's baseball. It's postseason baseball. It's a series. That game, just even the series, that game was uh, disappointing. There were a bunch of different things that you can point to. But all in all, that's a loss that the Yankees have to rebound from. They have to bounce back from tomorrow. And luckily, there's no off day here. There's no travel day. They have the chance to bounce right back tomorrow, and they can. And if they don't, then there's different conversations to have. But I'm not on the fan tomorrow night, so you guys will call up and have those conversations. Maybe I'll listen in. (laughs) But I already told you I'm watching college football tomorrow in between doing family things and trying to disconnect from sports, which I don't really do. But people try to disconnect connect me. I don't I don't know. It is what it is. It never really works. I, I am the guy that can stream anything on his phone anywhere I'm gonna find a way. I'm the guy randomly putting in bets. If I see something or think something, I'm the guy randomly stepping out so that I can check a score. I like sports. It's the most wonderful time. October, October is when you get this like sports equinox where baseball is in the best baseball of the year, the best teams. Football is starting to, you know, separate the real from the fake and you're starting to get some really good games and you're starting to figure out who the good teams are and the matchups are. They they put all the bad matchups on Thursday night football. That's easy to figure out. Hockey started. These games count now. These games matter now. NBA is still in the postseason, but you're seeing the starting lineups. You're seeing what they plan on running out there uh, next week when the NBA tips off, and then it's on. You've got all four major sports going at once, and if you're a sports fan, you can't ask for a better time of the year. Christmas is cool, but this is way better, in my opinion. Let's go to the phones. I don't want to keep you guys waiting. I appreciate you calling and waiting on the line. I would get to you faster, but we have to break, so it slows me down. Matt is in Essex County on the fan. You got it, Matt.
2: Hey, what's up, Keith? What's up, man?
1: What's up? What's up? Not too you much. Know,
2: uh, first of all, I wanted to give you um, uh, a heck of a lot of props to the way you talk about New Jersey football. Uh, I come from there. I'm, I'm up here now in Westchester County. I'm born and raised in Essex County playing New Jersey football in the of way that you rip, uh You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: There's good talent every year. There's uh, good, good high schools, good players, and I love to see those players go on to college and NFL. And uh, of course, I played in the Shore Conference, so I'm always gonna rep New Jersey football. And uh, I, I, yeah, like you said, even in you know North Jersey, there's good, there's good talent all through the state.
2: We used to our big joke was our, uh, our chief export was uh, Division One talent coming out of New Jersey. <laughs> better, yeah,
1: shout know? out to uh, Coach Chiano at Rutgers. I remember going to Rutgers and being in a room with like the top like 200 recruits in the state and he said we're going to build a fence around new jersey we're going to keep you guys all here and there's no way you could give everybody scholarships and have everybody on the team and i remember watching those guys go to penn state go to uva uh no sean moreno was in that room he went to georgia uh another guy went you know people just leave and uh that was years ago
2: that was it, man. And I'm a little bit older than you. My, uh, my little brother played middle linebacker for Air Force. My, uh, you know, older brother could have played at any place that you wanted to, you know, but neither here nor there. Like, uh, I'm glad Siano's back and I hope that we can keep some things at home. But, uh, my, my, uh, two Yankee takes were this. I'm with you, man. Like the, the sky is not falling. This is playoff baseball. This is, you know, this is how we're, uh, this, this, you know, it, a rain delay, all all of the nonsense that you want to put into it, it. It's baseball; it has to be played every day, whether it's rained out, whether it's rained in. You're going to be you're going to be playing. The only thing I was going to there was one thing I was going to say is I thought uh, I talked to a good buddy of mine, a guy who rushed the field in seventy seven seventy eight. One of the guys who ran on the field when uh, we won the series back then, and I talked to him a lot about Yankee baseball and the one thing we were saying was, was listen, Garrett Cole was starting game one and there was a lot of animosity about that amongst the fan base, but of course he got the ball and he did a great job. The one thing we were saying was, listen, if you didn't do the job, don't burn the pen. Don't don't like let like if if he doesn't have it you mm-hmm. still have to stay in for six. You know what I mean? We like you don't, don't don't bail him out after three or four and and let him you know let him off the hook if he's going to be the ace let him be what he needs to be and he battled and and, and he battled and he and he, you know and he and he got us a good win and then you know what and Nestor came right back and battled and it, uh, up to a two2 game so like the pen had to be what the pens going to be and like you said Tyone, like what would Tyon be when we get to Cleveland if you if he didn't get any workouts Today. you know what I mean like, they, that, like that's beauty.
1: what I said he was due to throw they wanted to throw him they they had him up Tuesday it was in the plan to, to throw him today when we're talking about the bullpen right and the usage, usage of the bullpen three guys that they used on Tuesday they used today but it was like they had a hard limit on them and once they got to the 15 pitches no more yeah
2: yeah, and, and, and I, I I listened to the game with uh with John Susan. I was in the car all day, so I didn't uh, I didn't get to see some of the things. One take I wanted to get like did 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 he did listen? I think Boone has forgotten more about baseball than most of us know. Between his grandfather, his brother, his father, like, and and I was at Boone's game when he when he hit the jack. So I like I, I'm a Boone guy, and I think that he really knows what he's doing. Did he get a little bit crafty with putting Carpenter in? I know you were there, so it lit up up the crowd. But was he getting a little bit crafty with with that uh, pinch hit? What's your thought on that? And, uh, you know, uh, just wanted to hear your take on that. Because that's where I thought things started to seem to kind of get into a way where we're like, oh, man, this is not what we want to see.
1: I mean, it energized the crowd, and I think that's what he was going for, something to kind of break the game open. And, you know, people had said from game one, how do we get this guy at bats? How do we get Matt Carpenter in the lineup? How do we how do we get him at bats? And Boone played that card. I think he played it a little too early. Like I said, I, I have on my Twitter a video where I said, it's just Matt Carpenter returns. And I'm recording that video because it's just a break in the game, and they're bringing another pitcher in. And I think at the time – that was Boone saying, okay, they're going to this guy. I'm going to go to Carpenter, and that'll be the first guy this, you know, this pitcher faces to try and shake him up. Didn't work out that way. Yeah. He, I think yeah. he struck out. Uh, so.
2: I, yeah, of course. And, and It just sounded that way. And, my, and the last thing I would say is that I think the, uh, the bond base hit was uh, not only uh, Tito being a great manager, I think he was uh, – I was – he was putting uh, he was putting our pitcher on his uh, heels a little bit, I think
1: it was was. disarming Nestor a bit it was silencing the crowd a little bit the crowd didn't even know what to do, people just booed but it was like, okay, we're gonna show you that's why I said, they're a desperate team and they were showing everyone, we're here to play we're here to win, and yeah we will steal a, a base hit just like this to start the game, it's not weak it's baseball
2: yeah, copy that, copy that, man Hey, listen, uh, whoever the gentleman was who told you uh, in, uh, when you were calling Little League football games that you had a voice to do it, man. You're, you're doing it, and, uh, you know, uh, God bless you. Uh, I, I do wait up to listen to you. I think that you work well with King, too. And, uh, you know, this uh, I've been a long-time uh, sports radio listener. Very first time I've ever called in. Again, I'm a little bit older than you, but uh, the way you speak about it and your optimism about the things that we can, can uh, go forward with sports being like a positivity thing, is a. Uh, it's always great to hear your voice, brother.
1: Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you for the call, Matt. Yeah, and what Matt's referring to, it's cool, you know, when you tell stories. And a lot of times I do tell stories about my background and, uh, you know, whether it's playing football or, like Matt referenced, um, when I was younger, the first little thing that I did, I, I played quarterback at Ocean Township High School, and um, I played Pop Warner there, and I love Pop Warner football. And even when I got into high school, Pop Warner football needed someone to call the game. So I think maybe my junior year, I would go to the same uh, field that I played on Friday night or Saturday, and Sunday I would call the Mighty Might game, the Junior Pee Wee game, the Pee Wee game, and, uh, you know, head out of there, and (laughs) that's where it started for me. I I don't remember who this guy is. I don't know whose dad it was, but I was completely brand-new rookie in in any type of sports, announcing, broadcasting, any type of thing. But uh, they gave me a shot because I was a varsity quarterback. I called the games, and someone's dad came up and said, hey, man, you've got a good voice, You, you know, You should go to school for communication. And I didn't even know what communication. I'm like, communication? He's like, yeah, look it up. Uh, When you get to college, you should look into it. I went to college undeclared. By my second year in college, I was looking at communication PR. And then I realized, okay, there's communication, radio, television, media. And I ended up transferring out of James Madison University back home to Monmouth University. But a big part of the reason that I came to Monmouth University was because they had a radio station and a TV station, WMCX 88.9 FM, and Hawk TV on campus. So I knew I was walking into a place that I could get reps. Fast forward 11 years, I'm blessed with the opportunity to be on WFAN. Uh, I, I like to think I'm better than I was when I was 16 and I first started, but you never know. You know, you never know where uh, something can take you, and that was like the first thing for me. So I appreciate that. I appreciate people calling that remember some of those things. Um, of course, I get some nerds on Twitter like, why are you always talking about yourself? You have to. <laughs> you want people to know who they're listening to. You want people to know who's talking and what they're talking about and what their experience is, right? You know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a a 20 year broadcaster. I'm not. I'm not a one year broadcaster. I haven't even been doing this for a year. But I'm a lifelong sports fan. I played sports. I started doing this uh, longer than a year ago, just not on the you know level that I'm on now with WFAN. But I'm. I'm just like you. I go to the game. I root for the Yankees. I go home and I watch the games. I play fantasy sports. I gamble on the games. I do the same things you do. So uh, that's why it's cool to be able to talk on WFAN, the fan, being a fan, connecting with other fans. And when I see you at the stadium, say what's up. And when you're online, hit me up and I'll respond unless you're corny and you're anonymous and you want to be a hater to get attention. If that's what you got to do, it is what it is. Let's keep the line moving. Carmen, out in Verona. What's up? You're on the fan. Positive energy. Keith, how's it going? Fantastic, man. Even though the Yankees lost, it was it was a good weather Friday. Good vibes. People out in the city. Like I'm not too mad about it. It is what it is. We ended up with a one o'clock game on Friday. They lost the game. They they didn't hit.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. I I caught a string of callers. I, I actually didn't get to watch the game today, so it was interesting to hear. Some of the people calling in, I'm like, oh, man, what happened? So I called my one of my sons, and I said, hey, give me the – what was the vibe of the game? Was Boone really that bad? And, and he said, you know, he got a little too uh, – one of your other calls just mentioned. He got a little too cute with the bullpen he felt and maybe some of those early – And stuff the pinch hitting. Back to-
1: <laughs> people are mad that Tim LeCastro was in the game and got in a bat against Emmanuel Clase. It is what it is. You know, yeah. they, they, they have a short it, bench. They, they don't – you know, guys are hurt. Exactly.
3: I was thinking, you know, if Lemay who, Lemay he's on the roster, you know, it's, I mean, he hurt his foot. What are you going to do? I mean, maybe something. Maybe Boone has other calls he can make. But you know, I won't spend too much time on that. If if you told me if I got knocked out through this series, I didn't even know what happened, and I woke up and you said, "Hey, Yankees one in five. Who who do you think they, the they beat? Uh, who do you think they lost to?" I'd say McKenzie and Beaver. And, or if it was the Yankees 1-4, I'd say, well, they definitely lost the Beaver. And if I heard the Yankees swept them, I'd say, what, well, a Beaver get hurt? You right. know, kind of know that, that this guy, he did tonight, he did what an ace does. And what we were happy Cole did. Hey, Cole got stung. And we were all proud of him that he didn't let that. Like, he, he won last, uh, on Tuesday, not really because of his stuff. I mean, he couldn't spot his fastball, but he battled all his demons. like He did what an ace had to do. Yes. And that's what Beaver did tonight. You know, He got stung and then he bared down.
1: Yeah, and that's what that's what you pay them for, and that's why you give them the ball. That's what you expect out of them. And in October, these guys both have experience. They were able to fight and battle through. Thanks for the call, Carmen. Update. I don't know what Trent Grisham is on this postseason, but, like, it just shows you, like, anybody can. And I'm not saying he's not a good ball player, but I didn't know he was, like, a guy that hits home runs like this. And, like, he just hit a solo shot. San Diego's up 2 nothing on L.A., Please watch the game if you want some baseball, especially if you're a Yankees fan. Go watch the 111-win Dodgers with former Yankee Andrew Heaney on the mound giving up bombs. Like, this is the situation that the Dodgers are in right now, folks. They lose this game and then they're down in the series 2-1 and there's another game in San Diego. Like, this is supposed to be the best team in baseball. Supposed to be the favorites. But... Those teams, the teams that are in the dance are good teams, right? Those other teams want to win too. The Padres know that everything is riding on what they do in this postseason. They went all in at the deadline. They've been going all in the last few years. They're playing tough. And you know what? They have a good manager in Bob Melvin. They didn't have him last year. Bob Melvin is ready, and he's got these guys ready. And uh, the Dodgers are in some trouble right now. They got to fight back and figure out how to score some runs and win this game, they need to take Andrew Heaney out. <laughs> I mean, I know he's had a better year, but, I mean, he's supposed to be an innings eater. Okay, good luck with that. You you know, runs are at a premium.
4: Real quick on Grisham, batted 184 in the regular season with 17 home runs and 53 RBIs. So, yeah, he, batted, so he, he batted 184, and it wasn't like he had 200 at-bats. He had 450 at-bats.
1: <laughs> he's going crazy in the in the postseason. It was where, where legends are made. Anybody can be the guy.
4: Because he's already on the list for Mets fans. That I, guy's on the list. I know.
1: <laughs> he's on. He's he, on. But he's continued it into this Dodgers series. And uh, he he's not the guy that everyone's expecting it to be Manny Machado, Juan Soto. Anybody can get up there and make an impact, right? Everyone's expecting it to be Aaron Judge and John Carlo. It could be Harrison Bader. It could be Glaver Torres. It could be Oswaldo Cabrera. Come on, Josh Donaldson. There's more to be seen, so don't panic. By the time this show ends, hopefully by now you're over it, right? My whole thought process coming into this show, as a Yankees fan who went up there this morning, I was up there at 10. We turned up the pregame. I DJed the pregame, brought my speaker up there, had the music going. We were turning up. Bleacher Creatures, La Bodega Family... Friday, we're blessed that we can go to Yankee Stadium and watch postseason baseball. It had been three years. Didn't take it for granted. But they lost the game. And that's baseball, Susan. And you dust yourself off and you realize, okay, now this flips. They go to Ohio. Got to go take one there. Lose one. Go back and win one. Go up 2-1. And we'll watch. And we'll see what happens. And I'm pumped to see Severino. And I'm already over that loss. And you know what? You got to get over these losses quickly. The players definitely do. The players got to just move on from it. It's a series. It's a five-game series. And like the last caller said, if you if, if someone told you that Cleveland got a win, what when, when would you expect their first win to come? With their best pitcher on the mound, Shane Bieber, Cy Young winner. He did what he had to do for them today. The Yankees didn't do enough at the plate. That's a game that they should have won, yes. When Giancarlo Stanton puts you up 2-0 and the place is rocking and the, the fans are on their feet, everyone's behind you, you, you got to score more runs than that. you got to get more than four hits after that. Missed opportunity. The Guardian sees the opportunity. Okay, we, we'll play three more if we got to play three more the next three days. It's time to take another break. But if you'd like to talk on WFAN New York, call me up. 877-337-6666. Right back after this.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from
5: mom.
4: Answer it. Call silenced.
6: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
4: You have 47 new voicemails.
6: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Your official station to talk giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today.
1: Still here. Still rocking. 90 minutes or so left. C-Mac is next. So we're obviously going to keep the Yankees stuff going, but we should. They're the only ticket in town. The other team's not playing. They're done. They're cooked. They've been done now. Seems like a seems like they haven't played in a long time. That last game was a Sunday. Let's see. Coming up on about a week since they've been done. That's crazy. Let's go Yanks, though. Let's go Yanks though. It's a series. Yanks in four. Yanks in five. Whatever. Do you care? You don't care if
4: if it's four or five.
1: No, nah, I care about advancing. Time,
4: right? yeah. yeah. Is that I, I asked this question earlier. Do you care how they win, or do you just want them to win? Like do nah, you care, I care if you don't care. Win if, ugly. Win ugly. Like if Donaldson makes an error, worry Judge, about that later. Judge
1: doesn't have to have a hit the whole series.
4: Right. Okay. You want? You think most people. Cause you can say you know what I don't like Boone, I don't like his line of construction. This that the other thing, but they but they won, so I don't. So that really doesn't matter. And you also have the Yankee fans that almost are kind of like rooting for them to lose in a way. I don't know if you're getting that vibe, but <laughs> yeah. it's almost like they want them to fail.
1: Yeah, that's the internet, though. I feel like most like actual Yankees fans want to win. It's been a long time since the Yankees got back to a World Series, won the World Series. I, you know those. Those crab fans, I call them crabs, like you know, crabs in a bucket, right? They, they never want to see anyone. Like, they want everyone to be mi- misery loves company, right? They want everyone to just be down there with them fighting over nothing. Oh, they should have did this. They should have did this. Oh, this guy should have been here. Boone's terrible. Cash, man. Oh, my. They didn't make the trade for this guy. Look at these deadline moves. Where's Jordan Montgomery? <laughs> like, those people want to be right on Twitter so they can get, like, 15 likes on a post? I don't know, on a tweet? Or so that they can pull receipts? Like, show us your receipts. They, want, they just want to pull receipts to say, oh, well, I spotted this early in the year. I, I knew this bullpen was going to be shaky. I knew these starters are going to be... I don't see what the point in that is. Why do you watch this team? Why do you root for this team? Why do you pretend to be a fan and then go against or plot against? what what would you feel better about being right when the team loses being right about their weaknesses or watch them overcome some of their flaws overcome some of their weaknesses one or two things go right for them and you keep dancing and you keep advancing and your team gets to where they go by chance like by by the baseball gods or the ghost or a ball going through someone's legs or over someone's head or whatever like i don't i don't see the fun in being negative i don't see the fun in being the guy that, that always wants to say "I told you so," but when bad things happen, be the guy that said "I told you so" when the good things happen. There's just not that many of those people out there. There's more baseball to be seen. There's there's more there's more to this story. We've seen two games. We know it's a five game series. Now it shifts to go to Progressive Field, and I don't look at Progressive Field as a house of horrors. If we we're playing the Houston Astros. And, you know, we, we had a game where we were up 2-0 in Yankee Stadium against the Houston Astros. Now we got to go back to Houston. Then maybe my my mood would be a little bit different. But I look at it as, hey, this game took a while. It, it took this whole week to play two games. Yeah, The rain pushed the game to 1 o'clock on a Friday. It is what it is.
4: Right, but both teams had to do that, right? So it's like, like you said, and it, I think it's okay to be const- like a constructive criticism of the Yankees. That's fine. Sure, but we, I- can,
1: we can criticize them, but at the same time, it's like you got to turn the page. Right. I'm already over it. Yeah. I was over it as I was driving from the stadium here. Like, all right, they lost that one. Right, you can't go back in time. They lost. It's over. And I'm not going to get on the mic and, and and make it seem bigger than it is when it's a five-game series and they haven't lost a series.
4: Right. I think it's your tone is different if they lose this this series, if they lose the next if series. If they end
1: up losing this series over the weekend or even Monday and I get on Monday, I will ether them. I will smoke them. Right. And then we'll go back to some things from the season sure. that people talked about. Then we'll go back to the construction of this team. Then it'll be time for that. But it's, it's not time to kick these guys I, no, I while they're— that pursuing something
4: right I agree with that and again like we've we've spoken about this a ton about how much negativity plays and how people kind of love the misery right they just they want to be right even if it's like a bad thing that they're saying they just want to prove it wrong they just want to prove themselves right
1: yeah and I mean you're you're in the Mets world and there's a lot more of that I feel like around the Mets conversation with the Mets fans yes there
4: there is because we haven't
1: well, we we just historically, win. right. You right. haven't we won. You so. have
4: uh, 27, 28, whatever it is. The uh, optimism the have two.
1: with the Yankees, a lot of times, some of the fans have blind optimism. Like I always say, I'm not a delusional fan. You heard me say an hour or so ago when the Yankees were losing games, I got on this mic, I said, if you're that bad, I don't know you could be that good. Like if you've shown me you can play that bad, how can I expect you in two months to just be a, a juggernaut? The Yankees are not a juggernaut. They're a good team.
4: You've been saying that the entire for the past, the past probably like four, three and a half, four weeks. You've been saying I don't think this. Like I, I've seen being teams real. before, and you're
1: being. I watch yes. like I watch these other teams, and I've watched baseball for a few years. You know, of my life, I'd never get on the mic and pretend I know more than other people. There is definitely smarter baseball people than me that played the game that can speak in between the lines. There's definitely smarter baseball fans that remember years past, but I'm in the moment. And looking at this team this year and in the moment there's better teams. And uh looking at this Yankees team they they have plenty flaws that we can point out. Whether you want to look at Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone that aren't on the field or just pick out different things on the field with the team. Like they shouldn't they shouldn't be starting a rookie in left field who they called up in September for a spark and now he ended up by default being the guy in in left field. That's not ideal. Right, You had to trade for two left fielders. You had guys like Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujar that you tried to run out there. Aaron Hicks, if he was just, I don't know, anywhere near what you thought he was when you signed him long term, he could be in left field. It didn't work out that way. So you go with what you have and you hope for the best. And like I said, I feel like the Yankees are a good team, but they need a lot to go their way they're not they're not a juggernaut they're not a team that can just overcome things and i hate looking at the astros and using them as an example but go look back at just watch the highlights of those games
4: no you would think that probably the astros and the dodgers are the gold standard of baseball teams right
1: right now yeah they, just right they're now? in it every year right. and they they have enough talent to overcome things they have enough experience to overcome yep. things the yankees don't have enough experience together or talent to always be able to just bail themselves out. That wasn't a hard game to bail yourself out of. When that game goes two two, there were multiple innings where they could have broke that game open. We were all standing there clapping, yelling, screaming, hoping they would get it done and they did not.
4: Right. And and that's and that's baseball that happens. And honestly, they have flaws and stuff. But if they go on a two- or three-week run here starting tomorrow night in Cleveland... That's all it takes. Is anyone going to give a crap about the flaws?
1: Get hot. And the answer you is You no. have the best player in the world. He's right. got to break out of it. The right. team goes as
4: he goes. The answer is no. Nobody is going to care about all the flaws about the rookie left fielder if you guys go to the World Series. Exactly. You can complain about that after the season if you want. Advance,
1: about- and maybe you get Andrew Benintendi in left field, you can sit the rookie down. Maybe get and a healthy DJ LeMahieu back. when you need somebody off the bench, you don't have to bet Tim LaCastro against... Emmanuel A, you can go to a Cabrera or a Lemayu next round, or a Peraza, depending on how they do this. I don't, you know, I don't know exactly, but I can't sweat this game two loss too much. We have Sports Talk Radio, we have WFAN to like have the full out conversation around the game and what we saw and what we thought, and then we turn the page. Like I said, by the time this show ends, I hope that you've heard enough. From callers, you've heard enough from me. You've seen enough. I hope you're watching the Dodgers game and you're looking at the Dodgers situation where you'll get over it. And you'll you'll actually smile and say, hey, we got another one tomorrow. Severino's on the mound. Sevy looked good last time we saw him. Let's go into their place. Maybe a change of scenery for the New York Yankees who have been off for five days and then go into this series play a game then they've got two days off maybe the yanks need to get on a plane and get some mojo together right it's not a happy flight maybe they need to get on that that plane and sit there and think about the game today and the opportunities that they miss and then when they get off that plane they know what time it is exactly it's time to take the next game
4: an angry team could have definitely have its pluses if you, if a team's angry and you, you know obviously I, I don't know if Because they lost today. Are they going to swing the bat harder tomorrow night? You you know, I I don't deal with all those things. But I do think there's something that you're saying when it comes to, you know, galvanizing a team after a big loss or after a tough loss.
1: It's just a loss. Yeah. Or, yeah, right. First loss of the series. They'll be all right. It's of a five-game series, of and course. I don't even think it needs much galvanizing. Like I said, it wasn't like they got smoked. A big loss would have been like, wow, they took the lead, and then they lost like 8-2, to two, right? That's a big loss today for the defending champs. The Atlanta Braves right now are like, whoa. We went the Philly and got rocked. Look at other teams and their situations. Would you rather be a Braves fan right now? Would you rather be a Dodgers fan right now? Would you rather be a Mets fan right now? No, I'm cool with being a Yankees fan. I'm cool with being the bring
4: Yankees
1: up here. the nuts. I'm just I'm saying look at other team situations. <laughs> I'm cool with my situation. Let's go to the Bronx. Danny is in the Bronx. Danny, you're on the fan. How you doing, Keith? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging out.
7: Good. I think you made the right move being a broadcaster. I think you're doing a good, great job. Thank you, sir. Okay, so my point is is the the baton order of the Yankees. I think I hope Boone is listening to me. This would be my batting order. IKF leading off, Torres second, Judge third, Stanton fourth, Rizzo fifth, Donaldson sixth. Then you got uh, uh, Cabrera, Trevino and Bader. What do you think?
1: Possibly same guys, but like I, I I just I don't know. I think we see this lineup again for Game Three. That You can't tell the Yankees much, right? If the if this same lineup goes out there game three and they hit, let's say you have 11 hits and they're able to score seven runs tomorrow, yeah. then, you know, we forget about this lineup in game two. I, I know. Everyone is, is seeing Judge struggle, and they're yeah. all saying, hey, he shouldn't be the leadoff hitter. But they don't he's really have. He's for
7: eight, right? Keep yeah, he's, and he's looked, he's looked bad. He's yeah. looked out of it. He's not he's looked a, like Judge. He's a power hitter. You don't put him leading off. You put him third or fourth.
1: Yeah, they got Glaver uh, Torres there. They're hoping Glaver has his power bat. Yeah, he, yeah. he hasn't exactly had it yet. Stanton has, uh, but there, it's two games. It's two games. I don't know. I think we'll see what happens in this third game. Um, but, of course, people are questioning the lineup. People are saying, you know, put IKF there. Put put Torres there. Put Bader yeah. there. Put somebody yeah. in front of Judge. If they do it, if, if the lineup comes out tomorrow and they do that, let's go. But I just think that they're going to roll with what they've been rolling with. And that's Aaron Judge as the first batter that the pitcher sees, wow. and the guy that gets the most at bats because he's the best hitter I, on the team. I, I,
7: I don't, I don't agree with that. I think Judge should be third and watch a couple of hitters. in front Hopefully, of him. they don't he die on his, that sword. You know, and that's and what I'm he saying. Can relax a little. You know, There's they lose. They lose this game
1: tomorrow with that lineup. I think they're forced to, to reconsider.
7: Oh I, well, I wouldn't wait for the uh, to lose a game tomorrow. I think they got to win tomorrow.
1: That's what I think. And, and, uh, do you, and you clearly think that changing the lineup would help them, would give them an advantage to potentially win tomorrow. I think they go into yes. tomorrow's game with the same lineup and uh, hoping Severino can shut down the Guardians lineup. And if they lose the game, then maybe they think about changing it because they'll be facing elimination. But these are the Yankees. The yeah. Yankees, like I said, the Yankees are the smartest guys in the room. You can't tell the New York Yankees what to do. The Yankees got a plan, and they're going to stick with that plan because they know better yeah. than us.
7: I don't agree with that. I think that they should change the baton order. And it, Oh, I got another question. Is uh, Andujar still with the Yankees or is he gone?
1: <laughs> no, they straight up DFA'd him. Thanks for the call, Danny. They straight up DFA'd Miguel Andujar. Got nothing for the guy. And fans love him. That's what I'm saying. They don't listen to what the fans say. Fans love Miguel Andujar. Give him a shot. Where's Call him up. Why is this guy in? People were saying, DFA Aaron Hicks. They DFA'd Miguel Andujar, DFA Aaron. I'm like, they're not DFA'ing Aaron Hicks. They signed him (laughs) long-term. What are you talking about? They don't don't love Miguel Andujar. They never loved Miguel Andujar. They couldn't wait to move on from him. And he's with the Pittsburgh Pirates now. So good luck to him. His season's over, obviously. But he found a home right away, and uh, the Yankees moved on. And the Yankees got who they got. And honestly, they have enough. They've got more than enough. They've got the best player in the league, and a bunch of other guys that have a bunch of accolades and World Series rings and MVPs and all-stars. They got enough to get it done. They just have to get it done. Keith McPherson on the fan. It's time to break again. We'll get to these calls faster. I'm coming up on my last hour already. So as many of you that want to get on the fan, you'll get on. And if you'd like to bring in any other sports conversation into the conversation, I'd like to do that for the last hour. We could talk Rangers, Knicks, Giants, Jets, Nets, whatever it is. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back after this.
0: Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
1: Don't call it a comeback from break. Keep McPherson on the fan. Still here, still rocking. Getting close to 11 o'clock. Let's try and mix up these calls. If you're on hold and you still want to talk about today's game, 4-2 loss in the Bronx, bright game at 1 o'clock, it's fine, we'll do that. But I'd like to get away a little bit in this last hour and talk some other things. It's funny, I was looking for when they did um, actually DFA Miguel Andujar. It's funny because... Remember Miguel Andujar requested a trade early in the year, right? He felt like he wasn't getting an opportunity here, so he requested a trade, and uh, that didn't actually happen. But when they designated Miguel Andujar for assignment, I think it was just a a move to make room in the bullpen, and I forget if it was Zach Britton, but it's, it's funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> Zach Britton returned, Peralta headed to the I.L., I think it was around that same time. So they just want they wanted to get rid of this guy. That's why I was like, they didn't love this guy. They ended up DFAing him to see if Zach Britton could pitch, to see if Zach Britton was ready to go. And they just discarded him. Like, whatever. Bye. You requested a trade. We don't value you. Uh, you're not a third baseman anymore. You're barely, you know, we'll see you later. Yeah, let's see. September 22nd, Wandy went on the I.L. And uh, <laughs> Zach Britton comes back from the 60-day I.L. And so they designate Miguel Andujar for her assignment to see if Zach Britton had anything. And you saw him maybe two or three times, and he didn't have anything. So just to see if Zach Britton could help the team, they uh, cut ties with Miguel Andujar, who, like I said, wasn't a third baseman, wasn't that great of a third baseman. Tried to make himself an outfielder. His bat never got back to that 2018 Rookie of the Year form. Should have won Rookie of the Year, but that's when people first started to get obsessed with Shohei Ohtani. And that's all she wrote for him. So now we're in a situation where you've seen Joey Gallo in left field. Arguably the worst Yankees hitter we've seen in the last few years, decade plus. Then you got to trade for Andrew Benintendi. He gets hurt. Haven't seen him in over a month. And Oswaldo Cabrera, where is Oswaldo? Anywhere you put him, right field, second base, shortstop, first base, third base, left field. The kid will play anywhere. He is your starting left fielder in the ALDS. And this kid was hurt this year, and he was playing in Scranton this year. He gets called up in September to be a spark. Now he's an everyday player, and he's been great. Don't get me wrong. He's he's hit home runs. He's made great plays defensively. He made a great defensive play in this series. But he's still a rookie, and uh, that's definitely not how you drew it up. But, you know, we're just talking around the things, nitpicking little things in the loss. Let's go to Joe in Thornwood, New York, next up on the fan.
5: Hey, Keith, I got a couple questions. How's it going?
1: It's going all right. The Dodgers were able to score Mookie Betts with a sack fly. Now it's two-one San Diego. And you know, taking calls and looking around and seeing what we're gonna talk about. I mean, I feel like we've pretty much hit everything on the Yankees, but I, I mean, I got a little more to go.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot more. Uh, you know, people kicking things around. But sure. I was listening after the game to a Rod. Uh, he brought up a he brought up a good point about I think Judge in the lead off. Um, So I was wondering really what your opinion was on this. Um, How do you feel, like, why is he experiencing, seems for his career, a big drop-off from the postseason to the regular season statistically?
1: I don't know. I have to, I guess tonight, really go back and look at his postseason numbers. And I don't think he's been an absolute zero in the postseason. I think this might be his worst start to the postseason. I think people are making a bigger deal about his regular season to postseason numbers, especially after the regular season that he had. But, you know, they mentioned today... Uh, he hit a homer off Shane Bieber in the 2020 series. He just, he I don't know, hes he's been struggling, man, and I can only imagine what it's like to be Aaron Judge. Like, I, I saw his parents on Tuesday night. People were asking his parents to sign things, and I can only imagine what it's like to be his parents. Like, this guy's got the weight of the world on him, and he does not look like himself right now. So uh, that's something that, you know, they talked about him being hurt, right? Always injury-prone. He, he stayed healthy all year. Uh, they talked about... A bunch of different things with Judge that he, he proved wrong. And uh, the last thing that is left for him to prove wrong is that he can be a factor in October. And so far, he's been a zero. He's been nothing. He sucks so far. So, hope he picks well, it up.
5: Well, listen, Cole pitch well. And uh, I was just going to say another observation about the team. Um, seems right now they have a few soft spots. And I know you kind of covered. You've been covering that. Um, what do you think the chances are that LeMahieu comes back? Because, I mean, he's a really good
1: hitter. I think LeMahieu wanted to be on this postseason roster for the ALDS. I think he will be on the postseason roster in the ALCS if they advance. Sucks. It sucks not having him as an option. It sucks not having Oswald Peraza as an option. It sucks having an option in Aaron Hicks that they absolutely won't go to. It's like, whatever. Like <laughs> He's on the roster. He's on the bench. But you don't even want him to enter the game. You don't. You don't want that. You don't want the fans to even see him step out there.
5: Yeah, and uh, again, I just want to wish you guys the best of luck. Uh, It'll be fun to watch, I think. So, um, room for you. Room for
1: the Yankees. Thanks, man. It has been fun. I mean, this has been a fun week. I, I wasn't sleeping in the beginning of the week. I was excited. I'm still excited. They're still in the series. There's still more to go, more to be seen. Mad Max in Lynbrook is on the fan. Max, who you mad at yourself, Mad Max? What's going on?
7: Hey, Keith, how are you? Keith, woo, McPherson, my friend. Listen,
6: I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm not raining on the Yankees parade. I have nothing to do with the Yankees. Good luck to you guys. I'm not involved. I'm 40 now. I can't get involved in all the hate. I was worried about Atlanta. That didn't work out. I just want to say about the Mets, Keith. They live to embarrass me. Like, it's fine to lose. It's okay to lose, my friends, But show up and fight. Show up and try. And their two losses to San Diego, they didn't even try. And I said to my wife, I said to my Met fan friends, let, me, you know, let, let me just predict this, I said. I can see them pulling out a win, but in the two games they lose, I can see them just rolling over like a bunch of cowards. And that's exactly what they were. Lifeless, embarrassing, disgraceful, disgusting cowards. And it's like they get together in the locker room and remember, Keith, if you remember, I'm a diehard Suns fan. Remember Suns game seven versus Dallas? Same thing. It's like they all get together, my teams, and say, Mad Max is watching. Let's just not show up today. We're getting paid anyway, but we know how much he loves it like a religion. We know how much he would commit murder for his teams. And, you know, let's, you know, let's just roll over and embarrass him on purpose. And I'll tell you what, uh, I, I, won't, I will get off soon, sir. Uh, by the way, you can talk about yourself all you want. We love you. You're humble. You're entertaining. I won't mention names, but you're 500 times more entertaining than a lot of lifeless bums on that station. I won't mention names. I don't want to get cut off. But in terms of uh, the Mets also, now listen, Maxwell Scherzer's first name. Max Scherzer's first name is Maxwell. That's my last name. Hence, I'm Mad Max. He's Mad Max. However, after that start, there was Mel Gibson. In the 70s, there was Vernon Maxwell on the Rockets, then there was me, then Tom Hardy. I am hereby demoting Max Scherzer. He's no longer worthy of my nickname that I helped make famous after that performance in Game 1 and on the Suns basketball for me, so good luck to your Nets. I'm just saying, Keith, it's just like... You know, 101 wins means nothing. And I like that Brandon Nimmo said, listen, it means nothing. And Chris Bassett, last thing I'll say, he's complaining about pressure in New York. That all Yes, because it's New York. We demand winners. We expect winners. I'm sorry, Mr. Bassett, if you're listening, this isn't Oakland where nothing matters. I looked at Oakland. I I looked on the map. I can't even find Oakland on the map. So don't come here and complain. I mean, that's the start we got him for, for games like that. And it's just like,
1: geez, I can't take this. They rolled over. And they died. They didn't fight. Lifeless cowards. All right. Well, um, that's all we've got from Mad Max. When I asked earlier on who you mad at, anyone can call up and <laughs> say who they're mad at. I have nothing to add to that. we, we got to go to the break and the update again. This is the last hour I've got. Stay with me. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?